Rest in peace to Messianic Force, Tupac Shakur. Peace family, welcome to another installment of 30 Talk. I am your host, him not them. As always, I want to give a shout out to the ancestors, the elders, listeners, likers, and subscribers. Can't show their hate, no love. As always, drink your water, eat your greens. We are here, we are live, and we are in full effect. That was the sounds of the late, great Tupac Shakur. I ain't mad at you. He celebrated a birthday not too long ago, June 16th to be exact. I believe he'll be 48 years old to date. Feels good to hear that voice again. I haven't listened to a Tupac song in some time. I've been doing my own thing. Not saying that's an excuse, but I had to recognize the messianic force of Tupac Shakur. We often forget he died at a very young age. And what he was speaking about at his early age before his demise showed what level of consciousness that young man was on. That great man was on. And how the opposition had to eradicate him from our memories or try to eradicate him from our memories, not knowing that he has books, songs and interviews that we can listen to and watch today that still have not only sentimental value, but resonates on a higher level in 2019. I also bought his book, The Rose That Grew From Concrete, and I just want to read. An excerpt from that book that he wrote for Nelson Mandela. We often forget that he grew up in a Black Panther household. His mother was a Panther. He had Panther influence. He had Black Panther blood running through his system. And he always wanted to remind the corporation that we live in that we got something for you. You hear me? So this is just a breath of freedom. This was for Nelson Mandela. Held captive for your politics. They wanted to break your soul. They ordered the extermination of all minds they couldn't control. For you, the fate was far worse than just a brutal homicide. They caged you like an animal and watched you slowly die inside. As you breathe your first breath of as you breathe your first air of freedom on the day you become a free man, raise your regal brow and pride, for now you are in God's holy hands. The life of many were given so that so that the day would I'm sorry people <laughs> getting a little emotional. The life of many were given so that the day would de- so that the day would one day come that the devils in the power at Pretoria would pay for the evils they have done. That's crazy. Excuse me for stumbling. Hopefully I channeled enough energy to make the family understand that we are free. Don't allow the opposition to tell us that we're not. Or show us all this turmoil and dismay to make us believe that we don't have power. 
we have power you see me the power is not dormant inside but it's innate we have to flourish within ourselves self-love is the best self-love is the best love you hear me and i find myself stumbling right now because i feel so much emotion running through me right now and before we get the conversation started tonight i want the family to think about what your purpose is who you doing it for i choose I, I would like to think that i'm doing it for myself but that's just so i can shine bright to lead somebody else so then we can have a string of light you understand i don't want individuals to feel as though that you can't have great or you can't be great great is inside you we shouldn't have to look for out look to outside entities and deities to give us our greatness and our power we have that it's in store we, it's, in, it's stored inside of us and i just want the family to understand that other than that how we doing today good people we are here we are live and we are in full effect i have a lot of things i want to talk about tonight good family and i don't know where to start so as i look through my notes to get an understanding of where i want to start tonight's conversation i want to talk about myself for a second we are in june another school year is in the books i can't believe i've been doing it for this long now you know it's crazy um six years been educating for six years and this year in particular will be a milestone for me because this will be the first year that i've taught sixth graders seventh graders and eighth graders that i've known since they were in sixth grade to see them grow from the teens that they were to the teens that they are lets me know that i grew as well and for them to share the stories that they had and the memories that we shared as teacher and student it, it brought a tear to my eye, I ain't gonna hold you And I'm sharing this with the family Because I also read in this The Rose That Grew From Concrete The Power of a Smile And to hear them say The types of energy The type of energy that I displayed And the type of information that they retained From my class lets me know that it didn't fall on deaf ears And I'm appreciative of that I, I feel great Knowing that because I just thought I was just yelling at them every day <laughs> Or as they say I was doing too much You see me And no I was just doing enough as I would say I'm doing just enough You're not doing enough You understand So how can you do too much And I would just play word games with them And get them to use their brain Use their mind Use their thought processes Or utilize the thought processes That makes them who they are I think it takes it takes a level of oneness to be here or a level of willingness to understand what it takes to grow. And I, and I used to say that to them all the time, like, you're not going to be 13 forever. And I say that to myself, like, you're not going to be at this stage that you are forever. Life presents you with presents you with what they call it, leaps and bounds and shit. You feel me? So we got to be prepared for that. Don't just be ready. Be prepared. And. That's the type of information I used to give to them often. And it's going to be bittersweet. But nonetheless, when one ends, another begins, you know. And I'm here to stand firm on that. I want the family to understand that just because a chapter ended doesn't mean you can't begin to write the next one. Or put the drafts, the drafts together for your next chapter, you know. Nothing's set in stone. That's why a rose grew from a concrete. Because even with that concrete being there, with this 
hard exterior, something beautiful rose from it. And yeah, put a smile on somebody's face. Going into the first break of the night, Gold Link, Diaspora, check it out. It's a good feel. Trying to tell you it's a good feel. He got some good energy on there. He's representing the DMV if you're not familiar. And he got some he got some good music. I'ma probably play I'ma probably play a few songs off this off this EP for this installment. So yeah, let's start out with the first song. This is called Rumble. Gold Link off his Diaspora EP. Something for you that was Rumble Gold Link off his Diaspora EP. If you're not familiar with the word diaspora, diaspora simply means all the melanated people on this planet. We're not solely from Africa, we might have originated from the motherland, but there's brown faces everywhere. There's brown faces in the Caribbean, there's brown faces in South America, there's brown faces in Europe, there's brown faces in Australia. If you go back in history, you will see the type of genocide that the opposition did to wipe out the melanated faces from those areas. The um, Pacific Ocean area, my Asianic brothers, the Philippines, the Vietnamese, excuse me. There were brown faces out there originally. The Tasmanian devil, when you hear Tasmanian devil, that was the white, that was the Caucasian's description of the melanated faces in Australia. So when you see the Tasmanian devil spinning around acting crazy, that was just trying to put an image in our head about image in our head about the melanated people of that indigenous land. You understand the indigenous individuals of this area that we call America. So diaspora, look into that. Get a good feel of that. That word in particular, because when people say, oh, I ain't black, I ain't black. No, none of us is black. We are indigenous. We are melanated. You understand? Black is just a term that the opposition gave us to make us feel lesser of value. My Hispanic brothers and sisters. You understand? So, like, let's just get a better understanding of that, good people. Diaspora. Gold link. Also, in the month of June, we have Juneteenth. If you're not familiar with Juneteenth, it is the celebration of when we were finally set free Officially, officially, because the Emancipation Proclamation was written in eighteen in eighteen sixty three, but we did not get our true freedom until eighteen sixty five. June nineteenth, eighteen sixty five, the residue of slavery was finally eradicated from the origins of its roots in the South. 
As you may recall, the Emancipation Proclamation of 1863 only freed slaves who lived in the Southern Confederate States. These slaves were allowed to join the Union Army to fight for the abolishment of slavery. The war won, however, the fight to illegalize slavery was slow, stubborn, and a debilitating process. It wasn't until two years later that the news finally reached Texas wards, the, the Texas wars that the final curtain call of the Civil War had ended slavery. Um, reading a little bit more as I go down. Juneteenth celebrates June 19, 1865, the date when Major General Gordon Granger and the Union troops reached Galveston, Texas with news of the Civil War ending. Taking place two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation, it represents the end, it represents the end of slavery in the United States. <laughs> Excuse me. So that just lets you know that when they wrote that in 1865, I'm sorry, in 1863, on paper we were free, but we were still enslaved. You know what I'm saying? We still were. We didn't know how to read. We didn't know what laws were being passed. They kept us from reading. They kept us from voting. They kept, kept us from educating ourselves. They created the Negro. You understand? And here at 30 Talk, we're all about solutions. We can't move forward until we first know where we came from. Or we can't move forward until we realize what the opposition is doing in order to keep us in this docile state. And it's important for us to understand that moving forward because I can't keep, well, I can, I will continue. I'll continue to push this information on the family. Pick up a book. Google something. It's so much information that we've been kept from that we, we don't have no more time to wait. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's no more time to wait. We have to continue moving forward. And with Juneteenth and Tupac Shakur's birthday being celebrated in the same month, June, Gemini season, I guess maybe cancer towards the end. It's a time. What a time to be alive. Let's use our power. Let's, let's use that. Let's stop allowing the opposition to... Get us all in a rut. You feel what I'm saying? Like, fuck that. We here. We are here. So, yes, that's just Juneteenth, June 19th, 1865. Two years after the Emancipation Proclamation was written, we finally got our freedom in this corporation. But now I just want the family to think, are we really free? <laughs> I just seen it on the news not too long ago. A family was getting held at gunpoint because they, their daughter stole a doll out the store and the, fam and the officers was pulling up on them like they was uh, robbing Fort Knox or something. You understand? I'm like, and this is in Arizona. So I'm like, and then you know what they said on that <laughs> on that Martin episode when he thought he had a son. He was like, yeah, but we got to move to Arizona. He was like, man, look, Martin Luther King Jr. is a holiday. Celebrate that because there was a time in Arizona when they didn't celebrate Martin Luther King Day. And that's crazy within itself because Arizona is a red state if you're not familiar. So it's just so funny how information is presented to us and we don't even understand it at the time because of we only see it as entertainment. We entertainment. We don't see it as informational. And I find that I find that cool. You feel what I'm saying? I find that cool as shit. Switching gears just a little bit since we're talking about the month of June, I did a little research. <laughs> I did a little research in the calendar that we use. And I was like, we keep celebrating these holidays and we, we don't even really know if it's really 365 days in a year. We just taught that. 
So I dug a little deep and I have to give a shout out to my man. Excuse me, family. I had to give a shout out to my man, AFITSTORM24, because he had sent me some information. And I'm going to start this next segment out with this quote. And I thought it was I thought it was really profound. 21st century kids are being taught by 20th century adults using the 19th century curriculum and techniques on the 18th century calendar. When I read that, I was like 18th century calendar. Origin of the calendar (laughs) went right to Google. I was like origin of the calendar. And here we are. And it brought me some information that I feel the family should, you know, think about. Let it sit in a pot for a little second and see how it makes them feel. The most common calendar used today is known as the Gregorian calendar, also known as Western calendar or the Christian calendar. This calendar was named after Pope Gregory VIII in 1582. So the calendar, this 365 day calendar that we use today is known as the Gregorian calendar. It was named after Pope Gregory VIII. Prior to the Gregorian calendar, it was the Julian calendar. And they was using that in 45 BC. And I don't even still don't know what BC means. How are you going to say before Christ? But only thing we know, I ain't even going to get into that. <laughs> I'm just going to let that be. The problem with the Julian calendar was the length was that the length of the solar year was miscalculated by 11 by 11 minutes each year. Let me read that again. Prior to the Gregorian calendar, it was the Julian calendar. The problem with the Julian calendar was the length of the solar year was miscalculated by 11 minutes each year. So every year that went past The calendar was off 11 minutes from the solar year. When we talk about solar, we're talking about how long it takes the sun to travel, um, the earth to travel around the sun, if you believe in a round earth. So when we think about that, it made me think about how the seasons is so messed up now because it's June, but it's still relatively cold. That's because every year that passed, we are not aligned with the great divine. It's just what it is. The opposition learned this information from our ancestors. And instead of allowing the people who created this or not even created it, but who documented this information instead of after they learned it. Excuse me, because I'm rambling. The opposition learned this information from our ancestors and stole it. And when they stole it, they didn't necessarily put into it exactly what they were supposed to because they just wanted it for themselves so bad. Us as a melanated community, we are commutable. We give. You know what I'm saying? We're one with nature. But with the opposition, they find themselves wanting to control everything. They want to control the weather. They want to control the food. They want to control your thoughts. Not knowing that we are all free beings. You understand? And the Julian calendar was off by 11 minutes. So Pope Gregory VIII had to figure out a way that he can make the calendar his own. Uh, More importantly, for Pope Gregory VIII, the celebration of Easter was falling further and further from the spring equinox. If you're not familiar with the spring equinox, the spring equinox um, takes place from March 20th, give or take, to September 20th, give or take. So when we think about these holidays that we celebrate, Easter and Christmas to be exact, they fall on specific times of the year that happens every year. Spring equinox and the winter solstice. I talked about that on one of my previous installments. So the holidays that we celebrate are pagan holidays only because they're pagan simply because 
we only celebrate what they're giving. That we're only celebrating Easter and Christmas because that's what the opposition has given us. Not knowing that solarly or universally or on this plane, it represents a certain time or a change of season. You understand? That's why Easter's on a different day every year. It started out in March when I was younger. Now it falls in April. You see me? Because the calendar that we use isn't aligned with the solar year. <laughs> it isn't aligned with our universe. It's crazy. Don't want to talk too much because we still got some shit to cover. You hear me? Sticking with Gold Link and the Diaspora EP, this is You Say. feels bro and got some good feels put me in my jam before we went to that short break we were talking about the gregorian the gregorian calendar named after pope gregory the eighth just hopping right back into the notes good people like when i first came across this information i was like yo we have to understand this not in its totality but just put it in our pot and cook it i keep saying that because when you cook something sometimes you can slow cook it you can fast cook it, but you want to make sure that it's prepared right. And this information right here, if we put it in the same pot with all the other information that has been kept from us, it will be nourishing for our brain. You know what I'm saying? It would be very nourishing. So understanding that the Julian calendar was off by 11 minutes to the solar year, Pope Gregory VIII wanted to figure out a way that he can shorten that time frame. And most importantly... He wanted Easter to fall in March, right around when the spring equinox, you know, came about. The countries that adopted the calendar, the Gregorian calendar in 1582, were the countries under Roman Catholic rule. Spain, Portugal, France, and France, along with their territories. So you got to think about South America. You got to think about the Caribbean. You have to think about... Um, shit, some areas over here in the corporation that we call America because the Roman Catholic gave edicts to ships to travel foreign lands or what they call the New World and they brought all of what Catholicism was. You know what I'm saying? This calendar, the belief system, the genocide, the rape, the pillage, the stealing. You understand? That was all under Roman Catholic rule. So not only did they bring the language, they brought the disease, they brought this bullshit-ass calendar, <laughs> you understand? They bullshit-ass language, and here we are. So then we're going to fast forward a little bit to 1750, all right? So in 1750, the Calendar New Style Act was introduced to all of uh, Great Britain's empires, you know what I'm saying? So i.e. 
the corporation that we call America. And that's so funny to me because uh, this corporation that we call America didn't get its independence from British rule to 1776. So from 1750 to seven, well, shit, from 1750 to now, we still use this calendar. And it's so crazy that we don't even think about that. Some people probably don't even care for real, you know, but I think it matters to me because when I think about how these seasons that we are experiencing right now are so off, that's because every year time is getting further and further away from its solar equilibrium, for lack of better terms. You see what I'm saying? And we don't understand that. That's why daylight saving time is, is, is a thing or winter solstice or spring equinox or and all that. You have to put that in consideration that the planet that we live on is slowly dying because of how the oppor- because of how the opposition choose to handle it. And I don't know. It just makes me laugh. <laughs> Thus, in 1752, all of Great Britain's territories used the Gregorian calendar. The Gregorian calendar, the Gregorian calendar differs from the solar year by 26 seconds. So what um, what Pope Francis and the people that he put in position to generate this calendar shortened the 11 minute period to a 26 second period. So now if we think about from uh, what year was this? 1582 to 2019, 26 seconds every year we get further and further away from our solar year equinox i'm sorry solar year equilibrium so how many how many minutes and hours are we behind our solar year now you understand that shit is so crazy to me and i find it ironic because we our ancestors knew this well before 1582 and it kind of makes me talk about one of our melanated messiahs benjamin banneke let's talk about him for a second Benjamin Banneker is known for writing the almanac. He was self-taught. He was a mathematician. He was a former slave. You understand? He helped design Washington, D.C. How did he know all this information? Nobody taught him that. He had to teach himself. He first taught himself. He took a clock apart and put it back together. This is a former slave. You understand? What are we talking about? (laughs) What are we talking about? Benjamin Banneker helped design Washington, D.C., the streets name, the street names, where all the monuments are placed like that was based off a melanated mind we have to understand that he knew by looking at the stars when the harvest when the when the harvest when the seasons were going to change this is quote unquote american history this is our this is our true history not just his story you understand or the story that they try to present to us and it makes me laugh as i dig deep one more time Let's think about all the other melanated faces that did great things, you know, that we don't know about, that we haven't learned about because the opposition is leaving us, is leaving us, is putting us and leaving us in this shallow ass box that keeps our mind from growing and expanding, that keeps us from gaining a better understanding. You understand what I'm saying? And that, you know, whatever the case may be, I thought this, I thought this information was relatively important to people. Good people. I thought, I still think that this was, excuse me, that this was important for the family to understand. On the other side of this last break, before we touch up on a little something, I got about five more minutes. So I thought I'd 
relive um, some information that we forgot about, and I'll talk about that in a second. Continuing, continuing with Gold Link Diaspora, this is Joke Team. Joke tings, you hear me? This ain't no mud flipping joke. We real with it. <laughs> Keep it real, partner. Keep it real. To close out this installment, I wanted to hearken back. <laughs> I don't even know why I wanted to say that word so bad. But yes, I wanted to hearken back to a previous installment, A Hero's Journey. And definitely check out that information. We talked about a few things in that installment. I just want to jump back to that a little bit before we close out because I've started another journey myself like I said when one ends another begins and when we're on our hero's journey we have to recognize a few things as we travel and me understanding that I'm not the only hero traveling I'm not the only shero traveling you know we have to start communicating with each other I talked about that on my previous installment communication is important and on our hero's journey we have to communicate with each other, with the youth, and with also our mentors. You hear me talk about, you hear me say at the top of the installment, shout out to the ancestors and the elders. The elders are, are our mentors, you understand? And on our hero's journey, we have to meet our mentors. When a hero meets their mentor, is to gain confidence, insight, and training. That's what a mentor does. We have to find individuals that we trust. We have to find individuals that we can entrust shit because there's a lot of things we haven't learned. Obviously, there's a lot of information that we aren't privy to. And with experience comes time. I'm saying with time comes experience, I should say. And be it that we are all youthful, spirited, the more time we spend on this plane or on this planet, the more we learn. And there are people around us that have information for us that we can use. Now. There are some elders that aren't in the best position to mentor you. If you're not familiar with the talented teeth, you know, if you're not familiar with the blue, the blue veins, if you're not familiar with the brown paper bag test, you understand? Those were individuals that are and were in place to not necessarily keep the melanated back, but they created their own secret society where they can prevail while the rest of us fail, for lack of better terms. You understand? So every elder is not a mentor. Please, family, look into the talented teeth and look into the blue veins. You'll be surprised in what you find. But here on our hero's journey, the mentors that we come, the mentors that we come across are there to give us confidence, insight, advice, and training. You know? Then also on our uh, hero's journey, we have to cross that threshold. Now, crossing the threshold is the moment where we decide we are now going to enter in the land of discomfort. 
You know, we stay in our comfort zone so long, we forget how to thrive and how to strive. You understand? And when we cross that threshold, that means we've opened that door to opportunity of change or growth or enlightenment. Crossing the threshold signifies that the hero has finally committed to their journey. He or she has prepared to cross over from the ordinary world, ordinary world, quote unquote, to the special world. I kind of break it down as um, from our comfort zone to the discomfort zone. Um, crossing the threshold raises the stakes and forces some sort of action. Yes, we're not going to make any brash decisions or rash decisions when we're in our comfort zone. You see me? When we stay in our comfort zone too long, we, we get comfortable with that feeling. And then when it's time for us to make that change or to make that stride, we don't want to do that because we find ourselves discomfort. We find ourselves in areas of discomfort. And I thought that was, how can I say? I thought that was profound for me because I've crossed over plenty of thresholds in my hero's journey. And I want the family to recognize that when you move on your hero's journey, continue to be great. Continue to talk to your mentors. Continue to challenge yourself. Continue to use that fear as fuel. Um, you often hear me say that fear is false evidence appearing real. You understand? And we can't use fear. Use that fear as fuel. And it's going to push us in a direction that we want to move in. I hope this installment raised some eyebrows, you know, provoked thought or invoked thought, either or. And I want the family to reach out to me, him underscore not underscore them on the IG. Let's continue this conversation. I want to shout out all the individuals who shoot me information to talk about, to research, to 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 garner from. You understand? And I appreciate that. I am your host, him not them. And if you really want to have this conversation with me, talk to your mentors. This is House. Earth Gang. Some day, I'll be in this lifetime.